0: Welcome to episode 109 of the McSauce Comic Book Podcast. My name is Paul McGinty. With me, as always, are Ian the Sauce Sharply, Hello. And Matt Casale. Hello. It is Monday night, June 22nd, and tonight we're going to talk about the big hit of the summer, Jurassic World. We're also going to cover some books from DC's DC and U. Post-convergence campaign
1: is that really what they're going with DC in you? Yeah, that's terrible. Be- well, because it's
0: they're opening up the brand to different artists and different writers' perspectives. So, you know, like their tagline is essentially, "If you're interested in something, you're going to be interested in one of these books in the line." Didn't they do that with the new Fifty Two? Ah, yeah, they did. Did they? Yeah. Because I feel like New 52 was really superhero-focused.
1: They did branch out into horror. They had... uh, Didn't they have a war book as well as All-Star Western? So they tried some shit. They did. They tried different shit, but everything was still
0: contained in the same universe. Animal Man happened with Superman, which, you know, and then weird Western tales happened in the past of the current DC. So this is... now, like, Prez... Own universe. Okay. Bizarro, own universe. Like, shit's happening independent of any other book. There's like a core 25 superhero titles, but the rest of the line is anything goes. It's the Wild West.
1: Okay. So how does that and you? And you. And you.
0: Because and you, Ian, there is a book for you. So it's you. the
1: DC and, and, and one for you as well.
0: Right. It's very LeVar Burton. It's very inclusive. Uh, Butterflies in the
2: sky. It just says DCU. DCU.
1: Oh, well, we take all of that back that we just said. It's just DCU. The the sentiment is still the
0: same. The the ampersand is implied.
1: Okay. It's like the DC universe, but, but for everyone. Wasn't it already for everyone anyway?
0: Yeah, but you had so many artists and writers leaving because of contract disputes and know, creative issues. That but now, they, now they want to be like, you know what, um, Rob Williams, you go nuts on that press book. Write whatever you
2: want. We'll let you. We'll let you go. Go crazy. Much like DC and U is for everyone, so is housekeeping with Ian Sharply.
1: That's true, and you know what else is for everyone? McSauce.com. Wow. It's for everyone now. It's the home base of all of our 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 creative outpourings. We have reviews of the DC Marvel and miscellaneous books and, and we... Valiant books, the new uh
2: Champion of Mixoscomics podcast. Drawing yep. and
1: image really have been the things that I've been enjoying lately. It's like
2: 1992 all over again.
1: I love. My, it. Yeah, my poll
0: list is image heavy at, at the current. That's it.
2: At, at,
1: it the, cur- weird, at the current.
0: <laughs> it was a weird sentence. It was a weird sentence. I, weird sense. Fucking, I don't know what happened. Well, I was thinking about this this strip that's on Mixos.com and how much fun I had drawing Pinhead. I didn't think I'd ever really have an opportunity to draw Pinhead, but it was a lot of fucking fun. I kind of want to bring him back.
1: At MixSauce.com, we make our own opportunities. We're the writers, so we can create anything that we want with the strips that are on MixSauce.com. Pinhead of
0: Hellraiser fame. Matt, have you seen Hellraiser? Did you enjoy Hellraiser? Really? That's interesting. How old were you when you saw it? Um...
2: 31? Uh, really?
1: That's, that's pretty old.
0: recent.
2: It's
1: too yeah. old to begin the... Boring. Really boring.
2: Pinhead. Put, put just, you to sleep in the theater.
1: Boring. Just one of the many things that we talk about on McSauce.com. Generally, usually mm-hmm. comic book satire. This isn't the McSauce like horror podcast. No, not, not until... I don't know, Labor Day, whenever we do it early. Sca-
0: not until Scary time's over. Copyright Tom Lynch.
1: <laughs> if, to contact us, you can always go to the mixsauce.com page and see some of our Twitter <coughs> handles. Get in touch with us there. Really, the best way to do so and have a nice conversation with us is on Facebook. If you go to facebook.com forward slash mixsauce, you can... See all of the updates through our Facebook page. We also post um, things from comicbook.com, Newsarama, all your other sites. So it's it's a one-stop shop. You don't have to go to all those other sites. Just go to the Facebook page and check out all of the updated news and notes there. If you're looking for the podcast, you can stream it a few different ways. You can get it through Stitcher. You can also get it through iTunes. We're in the iTunes store. Rate and review us. It always helps. And you can also get us on podomatic.com. So if you go there, you can stream or download the episodes right there. And while you're in said iTunes store, go to uh, check out... The More Than You Can Chew podcast. Our friend Tiffany Moore has a few different podcasts, but this one is the one that she's most excited about right now. She's currently She is amped. She is she's really excited this summer. She's doing I would even say jazzed. I would say jazzed. What's more what's what's higher value? Amped or Jazzed?
0: Amped! I think amped. amped
1: is super. I think maybe jazz has a step down from amped. I think so as well. She is she is going through e uh, e-course that she's created, I think that she's guiding herself. She went out and looked at some of the e-courses available and kind of felt like they cost a little bit too much money. So she went through, developed her own e-course and she's doing the fundamentals of connection. So if you go to her, uh, her page, she has a facebook.com forward slash more than you can chew. You can like her page, you can also take the survey that she has on the fundamentals of connection. It's a study on connecting with people, getting to the bottom of what shame represents in your life. A lot of little deeper subjects than we usually cover here on the McSauce comic book podcast but I think it's a worthwhile thing to check out. So if you go to her Facebook page, you can also find her at tiffanyjmorewixcom forward slash more. She has more places where you can react to the six-week course that she is posting uh, there. And uh, you can find her podcast, like I said, on iTunes as well. And finally, one last thing that we have, we have the... Geekman Night at PNC Park, brought to you by the Fan Club Sports Bar, Spitfire's Charcoal Catering, and McSauce. Us? Us. Little old us. We are sponsoring an event. It's Star Wars Night on August 19th. It's a Wednesday. I know you guys got school and work, but call off or come down early and hang out with us. The Pirates take on the Diamondbacks you can't at 7 handle o'clock. drinking on a Wednesday that you're not our kind of fans right. anyway. So I, it looks like activities start at five o'clock, so you're out of work anyway. Come on down to the stadium. We're going to have food. We're going to have beer. We're going to have- Liquor. The Liquor. We're gonna have the official t-shirts provided to us by our partners, the Pittsburgh Pirates. So they'll be giving us free t-shirts. And you also get a ticket to the ball game, Ian. How much does this amazing deal cost? Thirty-five dollars for all those what? items that I've That's mentioned. That's all. That's all. Just thirty-five dollars. That's all. Wow. You can join us. The deal. If you. Yeah, it is. If you contact us, Matt
0: and cokes for you as well. They'll have free cokes for you if oh, you good. pay that amount and get a ticket. The
1: deadline. The, the deadline for that is July fifteenth. So please get in contact with me or get in contact with our friend Jeremy Canals. Um, we have a Facebook page. So if you go to uh, go to the McSauce page, you're already there anyway. Go to the Mixos Facebook page. It's one of the events that's listed on there. If you don't want to go to the baseball game, and you just want to hang out for the Star Wars infused yeah. events we're gonna the have some super fun tailgate we're gonna have uh like super fun jedi cornhole maybe some lightsaber battles maybe some trivia who knows if you can beat matt In tri- i'll buy you a drink yeah if you can beat matt we'll give something away yeah if you just want to do that we'll give we'll you give that give shirt that, that t-shirt that he's wearing right there if you just want to come down and hang out for the food and the drinks that's twenty dollars and like I said, get in contact with us through the Facebook page. It is again August nineteenth. Starts at five o'clock. PNC Park, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Star Wars night. Hey, it spices up some baseball. Who likes baseball? Nobody likes baseball, but everybody likes Star Wars.
0: I wanted to chime in to say I like baseball,
1: but I'm like, yeah. you know Didn't we have a big long conversation about how we hate baseball? You can't even chime in to say you like Star Wars. Okay? Oh! Oh! I do like Star Wars. You fucking. What did you? (laughs) (laughs) Didn't. uh, That we'll cut that out. uh, (laughs) Didn't you just sell all your Star Wars stuff this weekend? I did. You You hate it. You hate Star Wars. I
0: didn't sell. I didn't sell my Star Wars stuff because I hate it. I sold the Star Wars stuff that I didn't need. I kept the Luke Skywalkers. The. All the core cast figures, I kept all the 12-inch figures, but stuff like Potsnikin and Momon Adon and Ponda Baba and all that stuff. I didn't need it. I don't need an A-Wing taking up space in the basement. I never got the B-Wing because they never reissued the B-Wing for the Power of the Force stuff, and that's what I was selling. I was selling
1: all the 90s Power of the Force shit. Everyone's favorite is the X-Wing, right? Right. Yeah. After that...
0: I always had love for the Y-Wing. I thought it was I love cool. the
1: Y-Wing. Yeah, I had the Y-Wing. The, the toy was a
0: pain in the ass because, it, like, the way the... I can't even fucking call them wings, but the way they had... The Y-Wing had the big long wing,
1: right? There were
0: ten different pieces, ten separate parts that clipped together yeah. to make that happen. But, yeah, I, I always liked, liked the Y-Wing, but the B-Wing was really cool, too, because it had... I don't know why they called it a B-Wing. It was shaped like a lowercase T. And the cockpit was on one of the tiny wing arms. Oh, you know what? That's what I'm and thinking. And it had, like, a gyroscope in the middle so that however else the ship moved, the cockpit stayed
1: straight That's up. what I was thinking the Y-Wing was. That's the B-Wing. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I had that. That was pretty cool. Though. I like the gyroscope um, cockpit.
0: Yeah, so I, I unloaded a lot of Star Wars stuff. I need room in the basement. Need some, need some space. Things were getting a little cluttered, and pretty, pretty good time. I did, a, I, I did, way more business than I ever thought I would. Yeah. What I should have done, in retrospect, was here's a Macaws business card.
1: Yeah, why didn't you do that? Hey, you seem like you like Star Wars or Lord of the you Rings. Know you know what? Let why? me talk to you. Let me you get into, why? you know. Here's, here's why. Let me sell myself. Oh, you like me? You like my stuff? You know what else you might like? My podcast. High quality podcast. Here's why. Because as we've learned because
0: over the last so many Comic Cons that we've gone to. What was that, Ginger? Because as we've learned through the last so many cons we've gone to, mm-hmm. you need to pick your battles. Right. You know who your audience is, who your audience isn't. I think we've got a pretty good gauge for that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And the, because he was a weirdo reseller of comic book stuff online, not because he's into... And I talked to him because right. he was back all weekend. Yeah, I don't think he really would have been interested in what we were doing. He was into the game of buying stuff and reselling, and not yeah. not a comic book guy. weren't we just saying that we're we're something for everyone? We're
1: mix sauce. You, Mix sauce, and you. You're right. Total fail. You can't fight. Total a, fail on my part, McGinty. I know you like to pick your battles, but you can't fight a war without any bullets. You went in there, you didn't have any business cards. You had no chance. We, our podcast, had no chance. You know who did have a chance? Owen Grady,
0: this past weekend. Going up against the biggest movie of all time, Shattering Records.
2: Yeah, well, I was thinking, um, before we talk about that, I I wanted to update the listeners on... um, my Rob Liefeld saga. Yes. The ongoing. We need, we need music for this. At this yes.
1: Point. This needs to be. So this needs to be a segment. Ba, ba, ba,
2: ba, Rob Liefeld hates you. So
1: I... invisible commissions with Matt <laughs> Sal.
2: So I went. Uh, totally about a week. We made up story. I went about a week and didn't bother him because I thought. If I if I bother him too much, he's gonna be like, "I'll tell you what. How about I don't send it to you at all, and I'll keep your money, thanks." Right. So <clears throat> he didn't respond to my one text. Hey, what's the what's the update? So I sent well, it's him a, a text. What's a story, Morning Glory? Right, <laughs> Glory, just Glory, right? That's one of those extreme titles. Um, Was it? Yeah, Glory. Yeah. So I am hey, an I messaged I messaged him. And I asked him what's the status and he said, I posted this yesterday and he like retweeted a tweet that he had sent out a day before I messaged him and that said like, whoever had the Savage Dragon Commission, uh, make sure you send me your address through the website. I was like, okay, cool. I said, okay, thanks.
1: For the record, you've done this numerous times,
2: right? Uh, no. Actually, I did not communicate with him through his website. I only communicated with him through Twitter. Uh, so I said, okay, great. Um, go to the website, type a message and send it. And then, uh, he followed up. Very first time he's ever followed up on a tweet. Every other time I communicate, I have to send a new tweet. He follows up and says, um, this is like a day or two later, hey, I didn't... You see anything from you uh, for your address? Um, did you send it? I thought, uh, yeah, I did. How did you not see it? Like, why is this happening? Like, <laughs> everything, <laughs> everything that can possibly like go wrong is going wrong. Like, if if Rob Liefeld was a company, the only thing I can think of is that
0: I, for as long as I've known you, yeah, which is about.
2: Almost eight years? Uh, almost seven.
0: Almost seven? Yeah. As long as I've known you, you've been a pretty upstanding guy. Pretty pretty good, good guy. Thank you. Um, from the stories I've heard, other than throwing rocks at cars when you were 12, you've been a pretty good guy. Or
1: beating that one kid up.
0: So the only thing I can gather is that in your previous life, you were a fucking murderer. <laughs> and now you're paying for it with aggravating shit like awkward brushes of fame <laughs> and Rob Liefeld not getting you your commissions on time.
2: I actually did communicate with him through PayPal. Mm-hmm. Whenever I sent him the $15 for shipping, which can you I did... messages on PayPal? Yes. Well, I don't know, maybe, but you can attach PayPal. a message to a payment. So I did that. I sent him the $15 for shipping immediately and said, here's my address. Thank you. Sorry, you know, we had to do it this way. And heard nothing. So as he informed me several weeks ago, he said that his that his PayPal got hijacked. And it's down or whatever, so he can't access it. So he didn't get my message. I would
0: call bullshit immediately. But a couple weeks ago, I feel like I also had my PayPal hijacked. So, so I'll cut him some
2: slack. Right. And I did. And... I mean, to the point where it's like, I can wait. I'm not going to repay again because I'm already out that money. Like, if he's like, you got to send me another $15, I'll...
1: What are you going to do?
2: I'll tell him, absolutely not. And I'll probably tell him, why don't you just refund me at this point? It's ridiculous. And then, I don't know. We'll see what happens. But uh, I don't think it's going to come to that. But who the hell even knows? Because this has been the craziest, like, this is my roller coaster.
1: Yeah, what and kind of is, like the wild you know, mouse. This is
2: this is the <laughs> the most wild, crazy roller coaster ever. Pitter patter. <laughs> and um But it all
0: happens so fast, that's why it's so crazy. Think,
2: yeah, I think if you were on that, you'd throw up right there. <laughs> and that's it. It goes from here to here. <laughs> that's you'd it. need you'd need the shoulder
0: bar to come down because that exchange would be you'd so be like, intense.
2: <laughs> yeah. So um so he, he informed me recently on Twitter. He said, my, my PayPal is still down. He didn't say, please resend shipping.
1: Did he, he say, said, I'm sorry,
2: my PayPal is still down? I think or, he did. He yeah. did say apologies. You know he, He's not apologizing profusely, but there has been some acknowledgement like this is a little bit of a flub on his end. Um, certainly more so than mine.
1: What a pickle we're in, Mr. Casale. I mean,
2: because he did kind of throw that dig my way uh, initially. Oh, yeah, he did. And when he said 16 other people managed to pick up their commissions, oh shit. And I want to be like 5 million other people managed to send their commissions like through the mail without like
1: this kind of a hassle. So, and then he would say, "Where are you getting your data from? 5 million <laughs> sounds high." So, I have not received
2: it yet. I hope to receive it Maybe maybe this week. Actually, while we were sitting here, I resent another message to him um, because it I just popped in my head, hey, I got to talk about this. Oh, by the way, I need to send him another follow-up. Like, here's my address because he said he didn't get it after I sent it. Um, I wish we had <clears throat> on the
1: McSauce page, like, a running count of, like... This many days since Matt paid for his commission and it's not
2: come uh, in. When did we go to the Philly Con? When was that? It was the uh, second uh, over a month first weekend ago. in May. First weekend in yeah. May.
0: 7th through 10th.
2: It was on the the seventh. It was yeah. the first first day we were there. May seventh. What's today's date?
1: Twenty second of June.
2: June twenty second. It's almost July seventh. I mean, I bet you, I won't have it by July seventh.
1: No, you're not gonna have
0: this by August
2: seventh. We're gonna like, be. I we're legit, gonna be at
0: the West Virginia popcorn. I'm. in your are
2: More than anything at this point, it is a matter of principle. I'm. I'm truly not excited about it anymore. That's gone.
1: I, I'm excited. I
2: want my money back. I'm excited for want. you
1: to have it, though. It'll be nice you to have, have it'll an, an be amazing nice story. You'll remember Do you it forever. you feel it's an amazing story? It's funny. Do you remember the shit. show Amazing Stories? What? No. No. What's Amazing Stories? It was like remember. an anthology series. Well, what happened? Like, was it Probably Puppets? Was shit. it... You don't... Neither of you remember no. Amazing Stories? Well, give me. No. Give me a time frame. Give me a day. Was it a Saturday morning thing? Was it... I don't fucking know that what shit. The fuck, man? then like, How am I supposed to know? It was like know? late
0: 80s. It was anthology, but it wasn't more like Tales from the Dark Side or Monsters. It was just like weird, crazy, amazing, amazing. things.
1: What kind of things happen? Tell me an amazing story. I don't remember that much. Fuck, man! I just remember amazing stories. And it Do you was remember crazy. the storyteller? Jim Henson's a storyteller? Vaguely. Really? Do you
2: remember that? You don't remember that either? Uh, no, not really, but I know they have a comic book for it.
0: Jim Henson's storyteller? Yeah. Yeah. It was Currently?
2: What? Yes. Who it publishes was... it? Arcadia?
1: Sounds right. Because don't they have the rights to the Jim Henson stuff? Anyway, uh, it was fairy tale ish Grimm's tales kind of stuff um one of them was a traveler was going through the land and he ran into these this castle with this group of devils and he played cards with them all night long to win to win all of their gold and he he finally beat them he won all of their gold and um I don't know where I'm going with it. I forget what happened at the end.
2: Was... <laughs> Rob Lathal ran away with all and their then... gold. It's, it's Archaea. Arcadia. Not, not Arcadia. Archaea.
1: Archaea. Archaea? Archaea. Archaea. Yeah, I forget where I was going with it, but it was puppets and devils and <laughs> storytelling.
2: Paul, what does Archaea mean? Do you know? I don't think it's a real word. Oh. Well, then I don't feel so bad about mispronouncing it. Arcadia, uh, you, isn't you know, that something? I don't know, but you know what I can pronounce? It's Jurassic. not, it's just a
1: take on archaic. Oh Jesus. We went so far. Yeah, we need to get back. I can pronounce
2: Jurassic World. The the leading box office king. Can you pronounce
0: the Latin of Indominus Rex? Uh, no. I can't either. I was just testing you. Oh. Uh
2: so Apparently, Jurassic World is the the most amazing movie ever, ever.
0: I have End heard of since the only like I've listened to a ton of podcasts. I've talked to a lot of people. It's been out for a couple weeks now. The only negative I've heard was from my brother and his best friend Aaron, who both hated it. But every other review has been positive. You know why? Because it was a good movie. Oh, you saw it? Yeah, you know I saw it. Did you like it? I really, really liked it. Uh-huh. I can't really say I loved it. I feel like Mad Max gave me a new barometer for grading movies. Mad Max has changed my entire polynomic structure.
1: Ooh. Wait. That means that it that it broke the ceiling. So Mad Max was a ten. A Eleven? Well, if it changed it, it went outside the barriers.
0: No, we're just reshuffling the deck. Like, we still use a 1 through 10 system. No decimals. Right. But Was it a 10? But now? No. Jurassic World? No. Mad Max? Mad Max? Max? No. I would be willing to say Mad Max was a 9. Is anything a 10? The Empire Strikes Back. Maybe Jaws? Maybe the original Jurassic Park. Jaws is a 10. Those you would know. Yeah. I'm willing to say three tens, Empire, Jaws, Jurassic Park. See, now, those are
1: great this fucking is a, movies. This is a ploy to make me watch No, this Jaws isn't. Fuck you
2: both.
0: Because right, now, he I has have ulterior to. motive. I do not.
2: I mean, it's your loss. I mean, I don't really care. Yeah, I guess, right? I think you should watch it. Um, I probably will.
0: I was expecting an okay movie going into Jurassic Park. Uh, World. Jurassic World. Yeah. But, and and, and I I got that, and I got a little more. I give it, I'm going to give it an eight. I really fucking liked it. I had so much fucking fun watching that movie.
1: I had a good time, too.
0: But I, I but I, I, didn't expect a life-changing scenario. I, I didn't expect to be changed in my DNA from what director Colin Trevorrow and Chris Pratt gave me. Like, uh, I just expected a really fun, cool dinosaur movie.
1: Of the recent films that I watched, and I count Ex Machina as a summer film because I watched it in May, so it counts in my summer films... That's the top one. X Machina was my favorite film of this year of the summer. You're such a Cinephile. Second, Mad Max. Very close. Very close. And then Jurassic World was right in there as well. Jurassic World 3rd, probably give it a probably give it an 8 as well. Great time. A lot of moments where I I was just smiling in my seat. I was clapping. Like a little boy so fun. <laughs> you didn't
0: clap. I might have clapped. You clapped in your brain?
1: I, I might have clapped. because You
0: clapped what? physically. Your we had,
1: we had yeah, 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 I was in. I think we had a enthusiastic crowd that I, well, you guys wouldn't know you went. I don't know when you went. Was
0: it a black crowd because they get crazy? No. It I, was
1: just a fan, fun I, fan. Multi-ethnic crowd.
0: I went opening night. Friday? Thursday? Friday. We went Thursday night, and the theater was packed. But there was no, like, clapping afterwards or... I might have been like,
2: woo! I went to a predominantly black theater.
1: What theater? As you do. Uh,
2: It was the Waterworks Theater. That's the... I don't think that's predominantly black. black. I was there. It was black. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. And... Uh, We all
1: loved it, I mean, and we were. Uh, <laughs> you're, you're, Did you hear how he said "we"? Did you hear
2: that inflection?
1: Fuck him up, Matt and the brothers and sisters.
2: We thought it was great, hey, and we people. made noise. We clapped. We, well, some of us talked.
0: Uh,
1: <laughs> so, some of us answered our phones for, in the, oh, middle no! movie. for the fucking no. record. The most talky sons of bitches. Old white people talk like a motherfucker at movies, so I'm just saying.
2: I have to tell you though, the person that answered the phone wasn't an old white motherfucker, they were
1: it was a black woman. Oh Jesus. Uh, I'm not saying we're exempt, I'm just saying other people do it too. But
2: but I will give her credit. She was pretty quiet. I mean she didn't make a ton of noise, but she I just like, still thought I'm in this motherfucking dinosaur. <laughs>
0: Well, some fucking honky in front of me <laughs> had their fucking brightness all the way up on their goddamn phone about halfway through do, that movie. Can we
2: do something and about And I wanted to
1: be like, ladies, movies. you need to fucking turn that shit down. Well, what would you have them do about the cell phones?
2: Well, they have that We're disclaimer. they silent.
1: Well, right. No. No, no, no. This no. What is, he is like, if, if they break the rule, what do they do? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. What kind of enforcement do we have? Same enforcement we wanted to put
0: in place in Philly. At the ComCon, if you make an illegal turn on red or at a stoplight, right, execution. (laughs) Oh, public execution. (laughs) Right.
2: We figure everyone within the vicinity of of this execution will never make an illegal turn on red. It's like Spock. Who's
1: enforcing this? The mountain?
2: Like what the fuck gives a shit? It's like It's like
0: Spock says. You know, one for the greater of the many. If you cut fucking
1: one... Spock doesn't enforce anything like that. One not one head off
0: for answering a bright-ass phone in the middle of a the theater... Spock does not no one
1: else is say do
0: any of this.
2: I don't think I he don't says know. for
1: the greater of the many, either.
2: She was I don't I think he says She was that. still having a good time at the movie. I didn't look at that She was sitting right in front of me. I didn't look at this woman and think, I want you to be dead for having answered your phone. I thought, that's a little rude. But you know what? Maybe somebody could say, "Ma'am, please put your phone away." And if she doesn't kick her ass out, it's like that's it. I don't know if I need a beheading.
1: The needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few or the one. Does not mean cut their head off if they have their cell phone in the theater at
0: all. I paraphrased, <laughs> and you, and everyone, even the listeners, understood what I meant. Larry, hmm, Larry knows. Larry will be like,
2: "Yeah, I hyperbolized." No, para, I, I paraphrased Spock's line. Oh, Spock's line, okay. Yeah. okay. I thought you were exaggerating and, for the sake of emphasis. And, and, and made it work for beheading?
0: How intense would you be about shutting your phone off if you knew somewhere in America someone got fucking executed? I'm pretty intense about it because on I'm on
1: fucking feet. polite and I don't want to fuck other yeah, people's exactly, experience. exactly, so. exactly. Don't but you think So how about... Like Don't you think that that.
2: if somebody gets beheaded at the movie theater, that would cause, like, even more of a disturbance than a fucking cell phone (laughs) light? Well, it doesn't happen then.
0: I mean, you don't do it immediately and disrupt the movie.
2: Oh. Well, even if you see that light go off, you're like, oh, my God, that person's going to get beheaded. No, no, no,
0: no, 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 no. That's the thing. Like, but we don't know that yet. Like, we don't know what's going to happen. This never
2: happened yet. But okay, then, the example hasn't been made
0: yet. Right, but then, you know, you're at the theater, you're in the waterworks, Friday night, Jurassic World comes out, and then Saturday morning, you're, you know, scrolling through your regular internet shit, and you're like, oh my God, that was... I was at that theater, and they fucking executed someone today for the phone? And then, then you do a little more research, and you're like, holy fuck. So at that point... Then the next time, whenever we go see Ant-Man and someone decides to take a fucking phone call when Paul Rudd's making shit happen, then
1: you're like, oh my god, that disrupts the movie. That totally disrupts the movie because then after that, the whole time, all we're doing is we got to follow that guy out to his car and watch him get fucking decapitated. No, no, no. no.
0: They They don't do it there they, what? Well, where do they what do, do they, it then? How can they, they keep they track arrest of who
2: did person? it?
1: What if they, they go,
0: arrest? They they make the arrest outside the theater. So it's not instant death, like. An usher follows them out because the ushers car, are so
1: competent. There's Some a 16 year old fucking moron. This is
0: this is a this whole is a new, new system okay. in place. Okay. whole new system in place where there are movie there are movie theater in the first order Government of the movie theater officials. Government official. High Chancellor of Popcorn. Agent <laughs> Callous follows them out of the car. And that's all you see. Well, how, you, see how them, do you... you see them get in the black SUV, and then it's just fucking question marks. Then it's just like,
1: holy fuck. Well, how do you... But we know what's how... happening. But how do you know how... Like, in the theater, somebody put, pulls out their phone. How do you know it was them? Did they tag them somehow? Like, how do they keep track?
0: It's not like there's a billion fucking people doing that every movie. It's one or two people. You just fucking watch where they're at, and that's it. If another one pops up, then Agent Callis calls the fucking Inquisitor, and he's like, bro, we, got, we a, got two. We got a deuce. We got a double deuce. Code double deuce. Let's let's make this happen." But then that night at the First Nation station, or whatever the fuck. <laughs> What? Then they do. Then they do the beheading. Oh, okay. That they don't do that shit public,
1: or maybe they do. Maybe that's more effective. Exactly. In the middle if of fucking saw it, Lowe's parking lot. I think if you do it right next to the video games and like the hot hoop shot thing, if you do it right there, you want them to just make a new fucking hanging station? Yeah. Yes, I do. do if you wanna, you're gonna do it, go do all want, the
0: way. Do you want a? a um, hangman's noose, noose
1: or do you want a guillotine 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 all the way and, and game of thrones style and i want it to be it's I, currently I, in i want it to be interactive i want them to be like hey I, I want it to be one of those like hammer and you hit the thing and it's gonna mm-hmm. drop the no, and you're is, like hey little boy do you want to fucking knock his head no, off it's you gotta, know what he did he turned his cell phone in so how long do
2: they wait it's gotta to be to
1: do the execution i think it
0: between is, putting them in the black suv and taking them where they're going
2: no, no, no. Like, what? So, once they get to where they're going, do they do they have a trial, or do they just get no like, way. walked no
0: straight way. to the guillotine? No way. Theater Inquisitor saw what happened. He's he's the guy. I saw this. So this, it so was there, this person there's, he here's here's a
1: thin line. What if you forgot to turn your phone on vibrate? Your, your phone's fault. going That's on. Your fault. Off, and you're like, oh shit! I don't want to ruin people's That's experience. And you t- and then you're like, oh, Nope. Off with your head. Done. It's gangster. I
2: feel like people might not go to the movies with this. They're having hard. People might be like, oh, "I think I'll wait for DVD." There's going to be a learning curve. Isn't the theater We're having, having a hard time, time enough getting out. people out to films? They're having a not hard if you time look at because, some they're, because they're fucking because money made this summer. Can we please get rid of three D? By the way, can we please talk about Jurassic World? Okay, ha. <laughs> Yeah, like, as if Ian and I were the ones carrying this whole thing. So, just real quick. Jurassic World made, I think it made like a million dollars or something. It made a billion. It made
1: 500,000. It, it would be bummed quarter? out. They'd be bummed out if they made one million dollars. I'm sorry. Paul, that, that how was, much
2: money did this, did this film make? Maybe it made a quarter billion. But the the word billion was 500,000 is what you said. One right. run billion. Two past one billion. Right, that'd be five hundred million, but
1: that's neither. Would I say five hundred thousand? Yeah, yeah, that doesn't add up. <laughs> if it made one million dollars, they'd be beheading people in the so, fucking theater. So they'd be beheading Colin Trevorrow. Part of the reason why <laughs> <And> Chris Pratt. <laughs> oh, how dare you!
2: Like, it, it, there's not America's this influx savior. of people that that keep going to movies more now than they did twenty years ago. Ticket prices are astronomically high with things like. Uh, 3D. Yeah, but inf- they they count inflation for all that shit. No they don't. Yeah they do. Not no, they don't. They don't count inflation for highest grossing movie of all time. They just go with I don't the, think the they count highest, inflation. They go with the the gross whatever it was. So, well, that's I mean, shit. it's well yeah, it, all of these numbers are not really fair. I feel like the only ones like I feel like the whole movie thing uh really exploded like the, the concept of a blockbuster Happened in the 70s with Jaws, right? Jaws was the first one supposedly and Like if you measure ticket sales for that and, and another thing is There's way more movie theaters now than there was back in the 70s, but I am just so curious to know how many tickets were sold for Jaws or Star Wars versus Jurassic World I that number while impressive is not that impressive because there's a new number one every year because the price just keeps going up, like exponentially. Not just like a quarter. It's like more than a dollar more for a movie today than it was just a couple years ago.
1: Yeah, I mean, I guess it it, dethr- it, it dethroned the Avengers, and tickets at least are a dollar fifty more now than yeah. they were only like two and there's years d-box ago. now which is like i've never done d-box i, I did do. it for robocop right? yeah i did and it was fun like, but d-box moving seats vibrating seats oh. what well, sounds like it might be cool for a certain type of film but they got to pass that cost of, it's a cost little long. distracting to yeah. be honest
2: it's fun but sort of distracting like and another thing i realized um i saw jurassic world not once but twice Second time I saw it, I sat right in front of the D-Box seats. And. it Waterworks? No, this is a different theater. Mills. Yeah. And I thought that. Um, I thought that it was almost like I, I'm getting free D-Box, because it vibrates so violently yeah. that I could feel it in my seat. The only thing was, my seat didn't
1: move. It was like a roller coaster ride. See, I feel
2: like. When I when just felt in, the vibration. When you're in
0: the gyrosphere, that's really the only. Real place you can put the D box seats for that movie.
1: I guess when you're in no. the jeeps a couple
0: times. No, because you
1: can do you can do like the shaking of the dinosaurs. Yeah, the, you can do like the it's little quaking that. of being in the helicopter or something like that. Yeah. there's different things that you can do with that.
2: Well, how's the uh, helicopter? Quaking of a helicopter,
1: <laughs> <laughs> or the vibrating bed. Of the dinosaur vibrator. Mm -hmm. So
0: I enjoyed Jurassic World immensely. Ian, we all saw this separately. This wasn't McSauce Field Trip. Are we going to make McSauce Field Trip for Ant-Man? Oh, no. Probably not. I feel like we should because I'm probably not going to see it unless we make a concerted (laughs) effort to go see it.
1: Yeah, I really liked Jurassic World. I thought it was a fun ride. I thought that Chris Pratt was a little more toned down than they advertised him they kind of took all the lines where he's cracking wise and put them all in the trailer i thought he was he was actually a little subdued and that was right for his character i i loved the end scene the the tag team wrestling raptor t-rex t-rex mesosaurus is that what the water one is mesosaurus mm-hmm. i thought it was pretty cool which yeah. from
2: what i read isn't even a dinosaur yeah just a prehistoric lizard lizard fish thing.
0: Doesn't matter, it's still something no one's ever seen before. Yeah.
1: Everything looked great. I liked a lot of the callbacks to the original Jurassic Park film. Yeah. It it all worked for me, man. I thought it was a really great film.
0: That's great. Let's get down a McSauce brass
1: task. Oh, are we gonna hate? What did you not like about Jurassic I Park? I hated those fucking kids, man. See, They were really unlikable. I love the kids. I know you have to build the story so that they're fighting with each other and doing some unlikable things at the beginning. And then they're in a perilous situation and they come together and then we like them. Fuck them. Fuck them. them. Didn't like them at all. Didn't like that family. You know why you feel that way? Why do I feel that way? Because you didn't have a little brother. I had a little sister, though. Doesn't
0: matter. Sisters are different.
1: Okay. I guess so. But...
0: Matt, I, you had a big brother. Did you feel any connection to those kids? Any emotional connection to those kids outside them being they were a, just assholes. peril for their mortal lives? They're They're just just fucking fucking ass- yeah, I would say a little bit. Did you see yourself and Tony in those kids?
2: Um... Maybe a little bit. How old's Tony? He's two years older than me. Yeah. Maybe not so much.
1: Is that which, what you liked about them? Two years, though. The mirror of you and your little bro? Yeah,
0: that is why I like the kids. And I didn't bring this up to my fucking dick brother because he was hating so hard when we left the theater. Remember when we left Attack of the Clones and you were going to fucking jump in the back of the van and strangle me?
1: Yeah, but you weren't hating hard throughout the film, though. Wasn't he same, sitting there? Same, same vibe. We were
0: two seats away from each other. But that was... Right afterwards, is I didn't like it. It wasn't Alan Grant's Jurassic Park. So what and was his like, problem? I was like,
1: but didn't, didn't you like the, the brothers? The kids? You know? Us, bro? He was like, yeah, go super good. Here's the thing, because I texted that motherfucker, and he has yet to get back to me about what he didn't like about the movie. I haven't read a negative review or talked to somebody that went to see it and didn't like it yet, so... Mm. What was his fucking beef?
0: I like Nick Robinson. He played the older brother. I like the dynamic between them because me and my brother Matthew, roughly the same age. He was still into, like, dinosaurs and stuff by the time I was trying, into to, poon. trying to get some pussy. So, like, the characters were the same age as we were kind of growing up in that really, like, separate separate world, worlds from each other. So I really related to that and it got me even more invested in the movie but what he didn't like about it was like he went in wanting this dna changing like fundamental core changing movie like jurassic park when he was six and this wasn't that there's some stuff that's like yeah some weird shit happening in this movie but i mean it was just a fun movie it's better than lost world it's better than jurassic park 3 and that isn't super high praise but i mean it was just a really fun cool movie like i there's a like i it's hard to find things wrong with it it's not hard. That's what we do here on the McSauce Podcast. Oh, you, you don't have to,
1: wrong with the movie. I wasn't going to jump, it. you don't have to back off. It It was a really great movie. I had a ton. It was. I, I, it sets so the franchise fun. back on the tracks, and I'm excited. More excited for the next movie than I was for this, because this movie was so much fun. Right, and
0: I, I don't mean to beat, to beat my brother up so much, because I know he's listening. Fuck but. him. That's what you want to say. I wanted him to have the experience That he was expecting to have. I wanted him to come out of that amped and fucking jazzed for this movie.
1: And he wasn't, and I was so disappointed. But that, like, that. What you just said there about what he wanted is so broad. What did he have a problem with? What did he not like?
0: All the over-the-top stuff, like you can't control the Raptors, and like you can't really direct the T Rex, and like everything was just so big and bold. He was expecting the Raptors to pick up a machine gun and enter the fray.
1: Don't they like, do that in Kung Fury? Like it happens. I can't stuff like that happens there.
0: Yeah, like everything was, just, I guess, just a little too big and unbelievable.
1: If you're raising any kind of wild animal from birth. You might be able to be the leader. Maybe. Maybe. They do it with a lot of different wild animals in real life. So it's not totally unbelievable. It wasn't like he had that shit on lock. It wasn't like he went into the cage and was like, you do this and you, Blue, go over there. And like, he was just like, oh, don't eat me. And they listened for 10 seconds.
0: Yeah. You know, it's, it's a movie about making dinosaurs come to life again and some suspension of disbelief is necessary. So like everything they explain away in that movie, I fucking got it when Chris Pratt's talking about, so you raise this giant fucking hodgepodge deadly dinosaur by himself. The only friend he has is the crane that dumps food in for him. Like I'm like, oh yeah, well that makes total sense. Of course he's gonna be a fucking murderer because he doesn't know how to react around other dinosaurs other people, it's like when you're an only child, only children are super weird.
1: Sorry, everybody. I stand by that statement. I like when they started going through the list of things that were in that dinosaur. Like, well, we could uh, get around the thermoscan because he was a fucking, like... <clears throat> blowfish or something. Blowfish, and then we also put some other shit in there. Frog,
2: DNA... Well,
1: oh, no, and, and didn't Oh, we totally forgot. It's a wrap.
0: We'll get to some of that
1: when we talk about
2: what we didn't like. But, Matt, what did you like about it? I liked a lot about it. First of all, Matthew, your brother, thought it was going to be not very good. Because when he was a guest on this show, we talked a little bit about our expectations for it. And his were pretty low. So, his expectations were met. Congratulations. I guess so. Um, I think he's insane, because the movie was really really good and if you didn't like it you kind of didn't want to not like or you didn't want to like it from the get-go um so i think um i think he needs to rewatch it and open his mind a little bit but whatever i don't care i'm gonna see it again because it was great it was so
1: you're gonna see it a third time
2: well, I don't know if I'll see it in the theater. But this I'm, is
1: how movies make <clears throat> a billion dollars.
2: I'm gonna see it. it was really I'm gonna good. buy it. It was, it, was, it was, so fun. It was easily the best movie of the summer. I loved Mad Max, but this destroyed it. Like not even close to me. Wow. Wow. Not even close. Are you willing to add a caveat of two different grading scales? Well, Mad Max was such a pleasant surprise. Um, You know, it was getting some pretty good word of mouth by the time that I had seen it, but I still didn't necessarily think it was going to light my world on fire. At the same time, my expectations were fairly low for Jurassic Park, Jurassic World, because I was worried that the Raptors were going to be dumb with Chris Pratt controlling them. I thought we were going to get too much wisecracking from Chris Pratt. Um, Instead, we got too much wisecracking from Jake Johnson.
1: But that's what he was there for. They needed some comic relief. He—I don't think he was over the top. Um. He was—he was funny when he was on screen. He was doing funny things, but I don't think he was outrageous.
2: There, well, so I'm talking about the things that I liked. So, um. <laughs> i think that the ending the last 15 minutes or so was cinema magic it was exactly put up the dukes no i'm just i'm just saying it's
1: high praise it was exactly
2: i loved it it was exactly what i would want when i go to the movies i was literally sitting on the edge of my seat and I think I had the dumbest grin on my face the whole time. The woman talking on her phone didn't even bother me anymore. I was just she locked was like, in. Look at this
1: motherfucker.
2: <laughs> I had my popcorn. It's like a picture of Matt with the flash on. I was so in when when the T-Rex that shot where the T-Rex is there and he faces off against the Indominus, I was like so excited. I couldn't even believe it. And they had the music with the like the crazy bass that was going right when they were about to fight. And then the, the next scene where uh, Blue, who we thought was killed, comes running back into the fray to basically save the T-Rex. Um, it, it was, yeah, it was like kind of far-fetched, but holy shit, was it satisfying. If you didn't like it, then you just, you didn't want to. Like who watches that and thinks, Stupid. Uh, I think we answered that question tonight. <laughs> Kibber. And Aaron Clark. Well, those folks need to look in the mirror then. Oh. Bring it out here. It was great. It was absolutely a joy. Yeah, yeah, it, was, it, was, um, it was. It was. It was. It like, was so much better than Age of Ultron. Age of Ultron, it just makes Age of Ultron look even worse. Um, the. Uh, I think I gave Mad Max an eight. I'm not quite ready to give Jurassic World a nine, but at the same time, I don't feel like Jurassic World and Mad Max belong on the same number. Really? I think that they do. They're I can so see you liking different. one
1: They're over so the different.
2: other. I agree with
0: Matt, but I'm I'm opposite. Like I would put Mad Max in high eights.
1: Mad Max was Mad Max was equally as fun but had more of a cinematic, artistic bend to it, which I appreciated a little more? Um, perhaps, but I
2: don't think it was as fun as Jurassic World. Oh, but it wasn't.
0: Was. Like, Mad Max was really fucking good, but Jurassic Park, Jurassic World was just... It was fun. Yeah, and... and it was just
2: fucking... Yeah, it was just so enjoyable. To address your cr- criticism of the, the kids... I actually thought the kids were pretty good. I thought they were really good at acting. Um, I thought that the subplot with the divorce with the parents was a little unnecessary, unnecessary but, but not that's bad. Sober. But you saw, you saw, because of it, some additional emotion in the mother and the, the young son and even the, the moody teenage boy. Like You saw some more range to their personalities because of that unnecessary to the plot but maybe not to the characters if that makes sense.
1: Um but you could have had that whole movie without those kids.
2: Um No, not really.
1: I disagree. That's fine. But I think that you could have had that entire film without those two kids. So you
0: would have manufactured a different reason for Chris Pratt and Bryce Dallas Howard to go gallivanting yes. off into the so, woods for something.
1: Yeah, sure. There's there are always there's a whole myriad of different reasons well, what why it would have, have to go in I don't know. Other, some other 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 members of the park that were
0: important but you would have had to follow those other members of the park from the beginning
1: to care about why and your that's main fi- character And that's fine because them. there would be a missing part of the movie without them. I just didn't really like those kids. I didn't think that... I didn't care about them. I didn't like them very much.
2: I, I don't know what was unlikable, to be honest with you. I, I mean... I felt like they were way more likable than the kids in the original.
1: I can't comment on that. I haven't watched the original in a long time. So I don't remember what those kids yeah. were like.
2: The kids in the original keep getting shit on. And I had no problem with them. Yeah, I, I think I kind of didn't like them since I saw it when I
1: was 12. Regardless... They didn't ruin the movie for me one bit. Yeah. That's me nitpicking. If there was something that I disliked, yeah. that would be it. Didn't make the movie worse, there it was were,
2: fine. There were parts with those kids that were like like genuine comic, comic relief. Not like forced stuff, but like genuine. Like when like Bryce Dallas Howard tells him to hold hands and then a second later the, the younger one kind of holds out his hand... <laughs> To not be held by his older brother, Um, but in particular, whenever I didn't have a brother,
0: I don't care about whenever the kid
2: says to his aunt, it was. Whenever the kid says to his aunt, um, can can we please stay with you? And she's like, we. I will never let you go by yourself. I will be with you all the time. No, no, no. We meant him. We meant him. Definitely him. Talking about Chris Chris Pratt. Pratt. Yeah, that was hilarious. That was amazing. Um, great delivery. See, you're starting to get like. Like Paul's brother. I also love yeah. when they first. No, I just think, I don't
1: think that it was like that great. I of also love like when they first com- see Chris the Pratt. timing was all that on like it. They, it wasn't that great. They just okay, show both the kids and they just both
0: have O faces like, who the fuck is that badass? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't fucking belly laughs, Benny Hill shit rolling on the floor, but it was like at that moment in the movie, it was time so perfect. The kids delivered it great. Like, Chris Pratt just sitting there in the driver's
2: seat. Like, all of it. Like, it just worked so well. Yeah, Chris Pratt was such a a pleasant surprise. If you want to
0: talk about bad comedy in the movie, the forced weird kiss stuff between Jake Johnson and the other nerd back at Computer HQ.
2: Yeah, didn't have a problem
0: with that. Are you
2: fucking serious? Didn't have a problem. You ever seen a movie? In your Ian life. was cracking up. He's like, that is so funny. I those pro- kids, man, that is comical. This is like New, New, New Girl 2.0! This is
1: like Thor two. I wasn't all over the kids. Like their fucking comedic timing, their acting is superb. Whatever, man. No, you were hate. Too too hating. No, no, I thought that he was. That <clears throat> scene was way better than anything the fucking kids did. Much funnier. <clears throat>
0: Like I, fun. I, I get where they were
1: going with Jake Johnson and the
0: other nerd girl doing that thing. But by that point, I'm like, it's fucking dinosaur apocalypse out there. Right. And you're wasting time with shit that doesn't matter. You said you don't need the kids. Well, you really didn't need this scene at all. Like, you could take that out. Movie doesn't change one bit. Yeah, you can replace the kids getting lost in the park with two other characters. That's fine this scene, you didn't fucking need it. I'm shocked. When I was watching it, like, I love the movie, but I was like, I'm kind of surprised this didn't get left on the cutting room floor.
2: Most of the Jake Johnson stuff was good, though. Right. Exactly. Right,
0: right Right up until that point. Like, the part with the... When you first meet him and he has the old Jurassic Park shirt on... And and it was, was like hey, God, it was on eBay. Yeah. It was, his character was funny. It was. I don't understand. Right, and I'm not hating Jake Johnson's character. I liked his character and what he did in the movie, but <laughs> are we podcasting? or Are we eBaying? But that final scene was like, this is I just too much because I didn't have a problem. by that point you're getting into Vincent D'Onofrio's character and who was like, really good. I liked him. He was really good. And after watching Daredevil. And then seeing him in this, I'm like, holy fuck, that dude act. King, to go between scary-ass Kingpin and then fucking whatever his name, Hancock, H-something. Han, Hanjob. Hanjob oh. uh, Yeah, I mean, like, he was fucking great.
1: Hoskins.
0: Hoskins, yeah. That's what I said, sort of. Yeah, was, uh, yeah, and I, I, I like Jake Johnson, and I liked him in the movie, but that scene just felt so unnecessary. You know what else was unnecessary? The violent, brutal,
1: grisly death of the girl that was supposed Another to be a Another hilarious moment in that film, because they just fucking destroyed that chick. It was so... Like,
0: that scene was was so shocking to me, because there's... At the time, all that shit's going down. Yeah, pterodactyls are attacking the group in the main part of the camp. They were stabbing people, so some violent shit
1: was going on the yeah, whole time.
0: Yeah, there was crazy shit going on. But then you get cut scenes like the guy with the margaritas running away, who I heard today was, that was hilarious. To Jimmy.
1: That was Jimmy Buffett. Who does? But, but that was but, hilarious. Yeah, but it's,
0: it's mixed with some comedic stuff. But that chick's death was like, like they pick her up first, and I'm like, oh yeah, she gets it, all right. And then she gets whipped back and forth by two pterodactyls, and I'm, and at that point, I was like, all right, that's really bad.
1: And then she goes in the water and gets pulled out of the water and then back down. I'm like, do you well, think what that the they, fuck are they doing? Do you think that they should have made her more of a bitch throughout the film so when that happens, you kind of are cheering for it? I was, she yes. just was kind of like. Absent it. I see.
0: That's what I thought initially, but then I was like, "Well, you know what? They probably made her. They probably didn't go that way, so that when she does get it, you're sympathetic toward it, and it really fucking pulls on you that right. this horrible thing happened." Right. But it was it's so horrible. It's like in lieu of all this other kind of light murder, light dinosaur murder that's happening. Yeah.
2: Like, think about e. a horror movie, right? Murder? In, in horror movies, most of the characters that bite it, they make them really unlikable before their horrible death. Um, sometimes there's some good ones, obviously, but there's, like, a, a Friday the 13th. They're just dickheads that just have it coming. But, yeah, that death was just, like, I almost was like, wait, 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 did she end up in the thing's mouth? Or did... did she, like, fall to the side right before the, you know, because you don't really see her as the pterodactyl's getting it. So, like, I wasn't sure if we would see her crawling ashore later. It something. was the
1: most horrific bloodless death ever filmed. Yeah.
2: And at first, when it she got brutal. when she got dropped from one pterodactyl and the other one picked up, I was like, she's living. She's gonna live through this. Nope. Nope. Negative. Um, the, uh, I felt like the death of the of the CEO or the billionaire the Indian guy was a little disturbing as well because I was pretty sure he was going to die uh when he got in the helicopter um he was so likable I really wanted him to live he was like he was likable in a in a weird Mizrani. way yeah um I thought that he was you know, he was a little bit shady, I thought, but I felt like he had a really good balance
0: of yeah, we're doing some ethically questionable stuff, but at the same time, once we do this, like
1: I want to take care of these beings. He was more of I I will turn a blind eye to what you're doing. Please, please make these these um dinosaurs look crazy and bring fans but i'm not going to really tell you what what to do and i want to carry on the vision of of the original
2: park
0: whenever i don't remember if it was him or if it was hoskins having the conversation with bd wong at the end when they're kind of like all right bd wong you're done here and bd wong's like i'm the reason all of this exists that was hoskins
2: right uh, no, that was. Um, Mizrani. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, he, he was an interesting character as well, long, because, like, he seemed like a really nice guy in the original, and he was kind of a bastard now, which might make sense considering all this success and money right. and everything might turn somebody. Changes a man. Right.
1: Well, his point was I'm just doing what you told me to do, I'm innovating here. If I didn't do this, there would be yeah. another person to take my place. So maybe it should be me, since I started this, right. as opposed to somebody else. Right? Um,
2: yeah, but um, overall, I can't think of uh, of of any like glaring flaws. Nothing at all. else that stood out as kind of weird to you? No, you have something queued up. I take it. I do. Yeah. All right, let, let's have it. The three, the three, three things. Three things. This, well, She's we already shit. covered
0: two of them, but the, the three things. A hate podcast. Okay, I, wait, 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 Let's recap. I enjoyed this movie let's recap. immensely. But Re- the three things. One, the grisly death of the child handler.
2: And that bothered Brutal. you. Brutal. Because, I mean, that just adds some emotion to it. it. I don't think it
0: did, though, because when you were... I don't know where you went, but... During the pterodactyl attacking... He went to Waterworks.
1: He said it multiple times.
0: Like, there were, there were... Yeah, like, pterodactyls are attacking, and they're picking up people, and, you know, the kids almost get stabbed, and, you know, Chris Pratt's getting attacked, but there were... It wasn't super threatening. Like, they Hilarious. added the scene of the guy running away with his beers. Hilarious. To keep it... Hilarious. To keep it a little light. So like that's that was the tone of the
1: pterodactyl scene. Timeout. Was anybody disturbed by the the pterodactyl with like the T Rex ish head that was attacking Chris Pratt? Like that dinosaur looked different than the other pterodactyls, right. and he looked like like just a crazy mad scientist experiment. Like
0: because he text, had a fucking T Rex head. Text my brother about that because that's something that was never explained. But Super we don't weird. know if that was. A real thing, or if yeah, it's weird, Jurassic it World It's probably a real dinosaur. Is it?
1: I mean, well, is it probably they're making dinosaurs up in that movie? Like, well, they it only made one up in that movie. You don't right. know. They ju- they only talked about one that they made up. Right. The T Rex head looked fucking weird.
2: Right, and
0: yeah, that's question mark. But I that's something that the suspension of disbelief for a movie of bringing dinosaurs back to life can. You know, just get put to the side.
2: I just assume it was the pterodactyl's less popular, like, flying dinosaur cousin. Like, whatever.
0: Yeah, it was just some weird flying it was, dinosaur
1: we hadn't heard of before. It was just... It was super weird. It looked really strange compared to all the other pterodactyls. Right.
0: Put that on Ian's list. So, brutal death of the child handler. Jake Johnson's super fucking weird kiss scene at the end. And... Why the fuck did the designers of the new Jurassic Park put the Tyrannosaurus cage ten feet from the main area that all the civilians are at in the park? Because when Bryce Dallas Howard goes to get the T-Rex out with the flare, she runs for about thirty seconds. She runs then, past. Oh, the... <laughs> she's in the fucking central area of the park. She Why were... is the Tyrannosaurus Rex that close? She's it's past the snack bar. You have. What the fuck? But other than that,
1: I thought it was really cool Once she went to get him.
0: But she should have went to get him in a fucking car. And drive back from wherever the fuck he was at. Because
1: she was a little too calm once she opened up the paddock and looked in there and like, Is he in there? Oh, he's coming out. Is he walking? Is he walking? She should have opened it and fucking bolted and then still gotten eaten. I would have accepted opening it and then getting in the...
0: Not even getting out of the Jeep, but opening it from the Jeep... And then leaving a trail of flares back to where they were at. But crunch time, you know, a big climax of the movie. That's probably going to take too long. It's easier to just have her run from, hey, follow this flare. A callback to the first movie, which there was a lot of really cool shit. I loved all the callbacks to the first Jurassic Park. When the kids pick up the night vision goggles and they find the old jeeps of uh, Saharas. They, they did the old DNA
1: cartoon at the beginning yeah.
0: uh the indominus rex like breaks through the old uh the old visitor center the kids use
1: the banner to make the um torch
0: yeah a lot of cool a lot of cool callbacks to to the original i wanted i wanted a sam neill cameo so bad jeff goldblum cameo sure But I feel like a Sam Neill cameo would have made a lot of sense. You could have squeezed him in there. I really wanted something. But all the old throwbacks to the old movie whenever they find the old central part of the park. Really fucking dug
2: it. I thought that it it was kind of weird how overgrown um, that area was with jungle. I mean, I guess that happens over 20 years, but it felt like it had been 100 years.
0: I thought that I thought that too, but I'm not a biologist.
2: And one, you just a, a park, um, <laughs> like
1: geographer as far as like layout of the park. And also an enforcer of, <laughs> of movie theater law.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I, I thought the same thing too, but it, it didn't. To your, it didn't hurt the movie for me. To
2: your concern about Paddock Nine being too close to the central area, if I remember correctly before they uh, go into the T-Rex area where it looked like it was like a big log with a a window kind of cut out of it and everyone's watching the T-Rex eat the goat. It's the little cameo of the T-Rex you see before the finale. If I remember correctly, there was an an establishing shot that showed people kind of walking into that section, the T-Rex section, um, that said there was a banner above it that said like Tyrannosaurus Rex land or something like that. Um, that was near the main area, therefore that's where the T Rex is held. That's paddock nine, right? Like they don't keep him in a separate cage. Yeah. Like this is it. Yeah. And, and maybe there's like a back door area to it, which is where it looked like she probably let him out.
1: It just seems like it's strange to have it so close because so many of the things in those um, those main areas were dinosaurs, petting zoo dinosaurs, dinosaurs that were more friendly and he was like right there in the main area. It's
0: the Tyrannosaurus Rex, he's a killing machine. Like if when you're rebuilding the park, you put
1: him
2: far away. He's the main attraction.
1: So, would what, pl- you take the tram out to see him? Wait, wouldn't you place him further away from the main entrance so that people have to go through, buy all the souvenirs, do all the other it's stuff like putting to make egg- it to the T-Rex? Yeah, no? yeah,
0: it's like putting eggs in the back of the grocery store. So you have to go through all the other bullshit to get the necessity or then t- come back to the cage Eggs no. are the T-Rex of yeah. the no. yeah. grocery yeah. store. Yeah. That's uh, the main eggs. thing. Would you, milk? Would you prefer the, the milk of the... Jurassic so, World. So for
2: you, this is eggs, a hard
1: question. I don't know what the so is. So for
2: Jurassic you, uh, Tyrannosaurus rexes or eggs? Dairy me, is always sorry, in the back. To corner. me, like I think of it, I'm trying to compare. Since we're talking about food, apples to apples here. Um, okay. Think of an amusement park, like kind of like off to the peripherals of of the the theme park are kind of the shittier rides. It's the more centralized things. Um, where you have, like, your biggest and best roller coasters, like, wh- what's the park we all go to? Kennywood, right? The biggest and best roller coaster is right fucking there when you walk into the park. The the Phantom. Um, that's just the way it is. Like, you put your... that That's the way it's set up. You don't the, make everyone The Phantom
0: walk. doesn't have a proclivity for eating humans. Which has already happened in that universe.
2: True, however, they've They've established a way to, um, you know, limit the amount of people getting eaten to zero since the park opened, so it's not a concern. They're safely behind glass. Like, think of a zoo. Like, you know, when, when you go to the Pittsburgh Zoo... The um,
0: snow leopards are your first visit.
2: Right and and you know what? Like the Bengal tiger isn't that far away. It's not way far away. Even though that thing can bite your fucking head off, like it it should be a non-factor. Wouldn't that it is create real.
1: a log jam at the front of the park if your main attraction is one of the first things that. I don't know. In. I didn't lay the park get, out, but that's just the way
2: it was. I get the idea. I didn't have a problem. I get the idea. This um, is
1: nitpicking one one. I get right the idea here. of.
0: The paddock nine door she went through was the back door. Mm-hmm. Yes, Ew. but and for the for the park okay. guests to go see it, they need to go through the outskirts. Maybe they go through the Triceratops petting zoo. They see some Brontosaurus. They see some other shit. Then they get away to the outside and see the Tyrannosaurus from the other side of where she was at. And she goes, she opens up the back door and lets them out. And I get what you're saying, but even, even with those tigers at the Pittsburgh Zoo, the public-facing view of their pen has a gigantic fucking moat that they can't, theoretically, they can't get out of. Right. There's nothing like that for the Tyrannosaurus. He's just fucking. He's apparently chilling right by that door and just walks right out. Like I, I get it. I and I suspend disbelief. Give this movie a very a lot of suspension of disbelief are you you, sure you did yeah but that like that really fucking as soon as it happened that stood out to me I was like yeah I don't know some of your nitpicks are are
2: just nuts to me sometimes because it is a non-issue for me it was perfectly fine and acceptable
1: I agree with you I think it was weird placement but once again we're not park layout specialists right Dinosaur biologist. Maybe if
2: we sit down. Or
1: with, movie. And maybe if we well, sit we down with are. the movie writers. We're,
2: we're, we're movie. We're movie. Law enforcement officers.
1: Theater law.
0: Maybe maybe we sit down with the writers and they're like, you know what? This is why this happened. This is why we put it there. Here's a map of the park that we never saw in the movie, yeah. and we're like, oh my god, that was fucking right so, the whole time.
1: That uh, would be but where I was be. Until then. I think it was weird. The one takeaway from Jurassic World is that even through all the murder and mayhem, I would go there in a second. It looked fucking fun as hell. The petting zoo where little kids are running up and hugging brontosauruses. So... It looks so fun. It did. I want to ride clearly, the gyroscope Clearly thing.
2: there will be a sequel to this. Um,
1: what are they going to do? What's the sequel going to be? Well, I mean... I don't know, you go back, but that's the theme a... of Jurassic Park 3, right? All the dinosaurs have taken over the island, so in Jurassic Park 3, y'all, you go back. Well, right. Let, well, what about Jurassic Park 2? Well, the... Because
0: in Jurassic Park it, 2, the dinosaurs have spread to a different another island. Another
1: island, and you go back, so either way, you're going back to the island that they all the dinosaurs have taken their lesson over.
0: After Vince Vaughn's experience in Lost World.
1: They should have shot dinosaurs into space so that we can have space dinosaurs. My
0: my my guess is they, they will need to get Chris Pratt's help to go back somehow. They need Chris Pratt because they need to make that box office cash.
2: Chris Pratt is the new Harrison Ford. Just Woo. make him Indiana Jones. I was gonna Indiana. say, would
1: you be upset? Because there are rumors.
2: I
0: saw something online that said, does Chris Pratt need Indiana Jones, or does Indiana Jones need Chris Pratt? Indiana
1: Jones clearly needs Chris Pratt at this clearly point. Clearly the latter. Dude is fucking
0: gold right now. He could take a shit in this beer, and I would drink it, because it would be delicious.
2: Okay, and on that note, I think that's going to do it
0: for tonight. Let's wrap it up tonight. Big big Jurassic World fans here on the McSauce Comic Book Podcast. Thanks to everyone for listening. Uh, Get in touch with us about Star Wars Night at PNC Park. If you want to come to the Pirate Game, uh, hit any of us up on Twitter or on McSuff's Facebook page. We will take care of any business you need for that night. Uh, Please come out. We're going to have a lot of fun. We want as many people to come out as possible because we like to party.
1: And if you're thinking about doing it, act quickly. We already have 25 people that have signed up at this point so if you want to do it don't miss out go to the page sign up tickets are going fast and i'm
0: not i'm not kidding that's serious business so for tonight's episode my name is paul mcginty
1: ian sharply
2: matt casal
0: we'll see you next time Plesiosaurs like the Brontosaurus of the water. Yep, totally is.